Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Life. Busy Living Life. Busy Living Life. It's episode 287, 287 episodes. And today is sponsored by Soberlink. As we all know, addiction is a serious issue that needs to be addressed. Nearly 15 million people in the U.S. have an alcohol use disorder. That's only alcohol. That's not even drugs. Only 10% of those people get treated. This can be attributed to the stigma that surrounds addiction and how people don't want to talk about it. Soberlink strives to erase the stigma of alcohol addiction, just like busy living life and busy living sober does. And their remote control, their remote alcohol monitor, monitoring tool has helped over 500,000 people to be more accountable in their sobriety. I've teamed up with Soberlink to create the resource guide tips for keeping busy living sober for those in recovery. To, um, to get that resource, you need to go to, to download that resource, go to www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy living sober to download the resource guide and to also get a coupon code for $50 off your first device. So thanks again, Soberlink, for sponsoring us. And today it's what lengths are you willing to go to? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? to do to stay in a good place what are you willing to do to stay sober what are you willing to do to have um serenity what are you willing to do to stay where you um to stay in a place where you are able to maybe not feel perfectly happy but to be able to feel okay what are you willing to do so um I have been, you know, it's been a crazy time, as we all know, it's been a crazy time. I had, I, I did go away and see a dear friend I have, that I have known since actually I was in fourth grade. She was one of my closest friends from my, I mean, we went to elementary school, we went to junior high, high school and college together, and I hadn't seen her in forever. So I went to go see her. There's nothing like getting together with an old friend. I recommend it highly. If you have somebody reach out to people, to old friends and, um, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. If that means get in my car and drive five and a half hours to go see her, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it was so worth it. I am willing to talk about how um, hard it was when I was going through a couple of weeks ago and a couple of months, like a month ago, I was in a terrible, terrible spot. I had, I had to go to any like to tell you guys that I went and I talked to a doctor about what was going on with me and I needed help. And I went to any length to do that. I didn't care. And I know today, especially what's going on in the Ukraine and what is going on in our country is so debilitating and crazy. And what are we supposed to do? And what do we know? I feel like we live in an alcoholic family. I feel like our country is like an alcoholic family. It feels so weird and crazy. And I feel like we're pinned against each other. It's like, somebody's good. Somebody's bad. If you vote this way, you're this way. If you vote that way, you're that way. And what happened to being just nice to people? What happened to that? What happened to love? What happened to love thy neighbor? What happened to Okay, you might believe that, but that's okay. That doesn't mean we don't have to get along, but it's become so divisive. And the drinking and drugs today, the drinking and drug use today is bigger than it's ever been. 
I mean, more people have died of drug addiction and alcoholism during this pandemic than did of COVID. I mean, it is terrible what is going on in our country. And that's just here. I don't even know what's going. Can you imagine if you were in Ukraine and you had to leave? I mean, it's just the whole world is just crazy. And our, how do we go to a length to feel okay? How do we do it? I can tell you for me, I pray a lot. I get up in the morning and before I even get out of bed, I say, God, please show me what you want me to see today. I say, God, please help me. I just, um, I've been reading this daily reflection and um, it's, it's more Christian based than it is sobriety based. And I don't know if anybody wants to know the name of the book, reach out to me. But the, um, the premise of the writing today was about how instead of living linear like this, we need to live vertically like this. Instead of horizontal, we need to be like this. And um, how we all try to fill that hole inside of us. I mean, I am just as guilty as the next person. I love to shop, okay? I love to fill that hole with shopping. And then um, other people like to fill it with gambling. Other people like to fill it with exercise. Other people like to fill it with, I don't know, getting certain things done to their face. Um, people do it. Food is huge. And I want to thank Lily Bobe again for coming on last week because she was amazing. And um, if anybody didn't get a chance to listen, please listen to last week's episode because it was really good. She's a dear friend and she talked about her um, problems with food. And she brought up that, you know, when you have a food addiction, you can't like stop going to a grocery store. You can't stop going to a restaurant. I mean, you can't stop eating. I mean, you're just going to die. So it's very difficult. And, I'm, and the courage that she had to come on here was just amazing. And I want to thank her again for coming on. And, you know, there's a lot of fear today. And I think there was a lot of fear always. It just, I feel like there's more fear than ever. Like fear of, am I going to have enough? Am I going to be able to get gas? Am I going to be able to take my kids on a vacation? Am I going to be able to afford to do everything? It's totally scary. So legit, you have a reason to feel scared, but what length are you going to, to be like, all right, I, I see that in the future. All I can do is me today. What can I do today? It's so about living in today right now. We cannot go to the future because we have no idea. And then everybody going to the past, like what decisions were made, you know, a year and a half ago in politics or whatever. We can't go back and change it. It's already done. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This is what we have. We can laugh about it. We can make fun of people. I tend to sometimes do that. I'm not going to lie. I do sometimes go to those places where I'm like, oh my gosh, I make fun of people, which isn't nice, but I do it. Um, nobody's perfect. No one's perfect in the world. You know, um, drinking was such a reliever for me. It really was. It was like my everything. It gave me everything. It was like, you know, I was with this, when I was with my old friend last week, I have known her since I was a kid, right? So she's seen everything. She's seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, we were both sitting there talking about like our childhood and how crazy it was and how I didn't learn until I think I was 37 years old when I got sober. I don't think I learned any real basics. I don't even think I, I mean, I knew that I loved my kids because I gave birth to them and it was just amazing with them. And I know my ex-husband, when I got married, I loved him. And I know when I got, but 
I knew that when I, before I was 37, but I didn't really know what that was. I didn't even know. I didn't know really anything. I feel like I just bounced around my life with every, like I just went, boom. Okay. That works. Boom. That doesn't work. Boom. That works. And drinking was my answer to it all. Cause I didn't know. Right. So I didn't know the answers. I thought everybody else looked like they knew the answers. I didn't know the answer. So I was like, get me another drink. I just couldn't do it. I just was like, I can't do this thing called life. It's too hard. I don't know how to make a decision. What if I screw it up? What if I screw it up? I'm going to screw up everything. So I thought I'm going to have a drink. I'll make a decision. And who gives a shit at the end? Okay. I got drunk. It's over. What am I going to do? It's over. You know, I have a big mouth. I have a big mouth. I've gotten myself into big trouble with my mouth. I've gotten myself in big trouble drinking and not drinking, sober and not sober. Um, my mouth is my biggest problem. I talk too much. I go out here. I tell everybody what I'm feeling. I wear my, my, you know, my feelings on my sleeve. Feelings suck, but I wear them on my sleeve. And I think I do that because I think it's going to help me feel better. It doesn't always make me feel better. But I think it's going to make me feel better because at least releasing it from in here in my head and putting it out in the universe, I at least think, well, maybe that'll make me feel better. I want to put it out there to you guys so you won't feel alone. I mean, so many people feel alone right now. So many people feel like, well, I believe this way and you believe that way. So we can't be friends. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We need to respect each other. It doesn't mean somebody's bad or somebody's good. I feel like there's so much definitive bad or good in this world today. Everybody's like, this is good and this is bad. Well, none of us know what is good or bad, actually, at the end of the day. Nobody does. We're living in the moments. We're living in moments. We're not living in lifetimes. We're living in moments and moments and moments and moments add up to time, right? And long periods of time. So right now, we're all making decisions that we that are the best decision in that moment, given the information you have. You have to know that. So is it good or bad? I don't know. Who knows? It's the best decision you can make right now. I think drinking, drinking just, it doesn't take away these problems that we have. It doesn't take away the decisions we have to make. What it takes away is the feelings that if I screw up or I fuck up, I'm, uh, I'm not a loser. That's what it takes away. It takes away that, and it doesn't take it away forever, right? Because you wake up the next day for moments of sobriety and you're like, oh my God, I'm such a jerk. I'm such an asshole. I'm such this, I'm such that, I'm such this. I've, I've ruined my family. I've ruined my kids. I've ruined my partner. I've ruined my job. I've ruined this. I've ruined that. Now everything's ruined. I can't take it anymore. Get me a drink. So you get a drink, you get drunk, you wake up the next day and you're like, shit, those problems are still there. My wife's still pissed off at me. My partner's still pissed off at me. My kids are still pissed off at me. Oh my God, I did it again. I did it again. And you know, my thing when I was drinking is I never thought I was hurting anybody else. I'm like, this is about me. I'm putting the booze in my body. I'm not putting it in your body. So why do you care? It's just about me. But the reality is, is while I'm intoxicated, I do things that I wouldn't do if I weren't drinking, right? Like I'm nicer to people. I think before I speak most of the time, not all the time, by the way, not all the time. I do say things that are inappropriate still, um, but I have a better chance of being nicer to somebody. I can walk away. You know, when I'm drinking, I can't make any choices. There's no choices to be made. There is no choice for me. When I was drinking, it was about drinking. It was all I cared about. It was like, is there enough? 
okay, where I'm going, is there going to be enough? If there isn't enough, I have to have some before I go. I have to have some when I get home because I had to stay in that total sense of like not feeling. I didn't want to feel at all. I didn't want to feel at all. And what lengths, I mean, it was like when I was drinking and I was doing stuff, I didn't care. I remember I was talking to my friend, Yeah, I was telling her this weekend that I used to go and um, at one point um, they thought that I was a sommelier, I can't even say the word. So I was like, I went to California and I took one of these little classes to learn the difference between wines, okay? Because I wanted my drinking to look like I knew what I was doing, okay? So now I've got this title, I'm a sommelier. And I would go to the bar. They call me they'd be like, oh, listen, we just got some um, new wine and come down and try it out. And I'd be like, okay, sure, I'll be right there. And um. Well, I didn't do that swishing of your mouth and like, mm, and then maybe spitting it out. I'm like, mm, that tastes good. But all I could really taste is the first couple ones, let's be honest. By the fourth one, I was like totally wasted and in my own thing. And it was off to the races. I, it was the biggest joke. I'm like, like, I know what this tastes like. You could have given me rock gut by the end of the night. And I would have been like, that's great wine. I have no idea. It just really got me fucked up. And, um, it was, it was crazy. I made crazy choices. I did, when I was in college, I went to college in Washington, DC. I never went to class. I mean, bar barely did. I mean, I skated by, I, that's what I did in my life. I skated by, I skated by everything. I just did what I was supposed to do in my checklist of life. And, um, that was it. That's all I did. It didn't matter. I didn't have really any game. I had no feelings of what was going to happen and what wasn't going to happen and making good choices and bad choices and weighing things out. Was this a good idea or a bad idea? Is it a good idea that I go get a dirty martini? Well, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world. Let's go get it. But the problem was, is that I had this alcoholism and I didn't know it was the last thing I wanted to be because an alcoholic and I feel like this is getting better. I don't know how much better it's getting, but I feel like it's getting better that, you know, we're not shunned upon as much anymore. I feel like the idea that we are um, like heathens and terrible people, I think that that has, I think that's gotten better in some instances. I think in some social places, no, it hasn't gotten any better. I think people are doing the exact same thing. I think people are dying of alcoholism all around me. I know tons of people right now that are dying of alcoholism and drinking, drinking. And it's not a problem for them because the fear of going back and dealing with these feelings inside of them is scarier than getting sober. And I get that. I totally fucking relate to that. I did not want to have any feelings. I did not want to have any feelings. I did not want to have to look at my past. I mean, still to this day, I don't always tell everybody everything that's going on that has happened in my past. There's things that I am not that psyched about that I don't want to share with everybody because I'm ashamed of them. Because there are things that I've done that if given being sober and in a different life, I wouldn't have done. You know, I said to this friends of mine, they said to me, I saw a brother and sister that, again, I've known them since I was a little kid. And um, they were like, oh my God, you're so strong now. They're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like with it and I'm smart. And they're like, oh my gosh, 
I can't even. And I'm like, can you imagine if I had gotten sober as a young person, what my life would have been? If I had churned on those neurons that for 37 years were completely dulled, like you would an old, I was like an old, have you ever seen an old car with the headlights, like an old, old, old car? They just had a car show here on Amelia Island. That's the only reason I'm bringing this up, but they have these old cars and the lights were like, they were like candles, right? They're like dull, just dull. And I think that was me when I was drinking. I was totally dull. I mean, yes, I was loud. I was obnoxious. I was all that, but my brain, my intuition, my self-respect was dull. My, God, my everything. I think back to those times and I'm like, I was just a dull version. Like literally, if you're just looking like black and white, just dull, maybe some gray. I might've been walking around a little Pulitzer, but still on the inside, I was like, yeah, I was just sad and remorse and I hated my life, but I didn't want to tell anybody because I thought everybody would hate me that they knew that my life sucked. And I'd done these things that were so deplorable and you would hate me too. get me another drink. I'm just going to check these things off my list. So you have this list that you're supposed to do in life. You're supposed to look this way, talk this way, live in the right neighborhood and check those things off the list. But today people are losing all those things, right? People are losing all those things and hardworking people are losing all those things. The checklist is getting harder and harder and harder and harder. Like doing the things we're supposed to do. Why don't we just do what we can do and be happy with it? Why do we think that there's this boardroom in the sky of people that are looking down on us like, mm -mm 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 -mm. they're doing that wrong. They're going to be dinged. Mm -mm 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 -mm. They're doing that wrong. They're going to be dinged. They're not good. They're bad. Nobody is bad. I think that 90% of the people that are in prison are due to alcohol and drugs. Are they bad people? I don't know that they're necessarily bad. I think they made some bad decisions. I think while they were inebriated, I think they made some bad choices. But I think that that's why I love drug court now, because you can get drug court and you can stay clean and you can go and get the resources rather than being locked up, which does nothing for anybody. But we become dulled out versions of ourselves. And the idea of going and dealing with this past, you don't have to deal with it right away, by the way. When you get sober, you do not have to go back and do a history of your life. You do not have to overturn. I mean, some people are like, oh, you've got to go through it. You've got to overturn this or it's not going to be perfect. Well, guess what? That's not, it didn't work for me that way. I did. I went back as far as I could in the beginning. And I say it was a Cliff Notes version, maybe even less. I just could look back real quick and say, okay, I'm not going to drink. I'm just going to stay in today. I'm just going to stay in today. I'd have to say it all day long, all day long. I'm like, I'm not in tomorrow and I'm not in yesterday, which is like doing the splits, doing the splits for me. is not fun. I'm not a gymnast sitting with a pole. That's like an old pole between your legs. If you're sitting there with one leg on one side, one leg, it's totally uncomfortable. Doing the splits is totally uncomfortable. Being in one place and being in the other place and not being in this moment is the worst thing ever, 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 ever. So if I don't think about yesterday, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. I don't really remember 40 years ago, to be completely honest, because I would have been 13. I don't really remember. Maybe I do. So I might remember sometimes that, but really being in a place 
that you're like, I just have to do today. I just have to do today. How do I do today? Are you willing to go to the length of just living in today? Just living in this moment. Are you willing to do that? Because if you live in the moment, yes, I understand you need to plan for ahead. You need to make sure that you go to the doctor and you get your teeth cleaned and you get your car to get service. But you know, you have no idea what feelings and human relationships are going to be like in the future. You have no idea, but you sit here and you think that if you go, I say it all the time. I, I'll say to somebody, oh, you're having that hard conversation with somebody. What are you going to say? And JF always is the best about this. He's always like, I have no idea what I'm going to say because I'm not there yet. And I'm like, how do you do that? Because I say to people all the time, what are you going to say? Well, nobody knows what they're going to say really until they're in that moment. Obviously, you know what you're going to say if you're an actor and you have to get on stage or if you're going to be in front of a camera. I have to tell you, I feel so much more for actors and actresses because I had to just do that most, not that long ago, learn all these lines. It is so hard to remember those lines. Then you know what you're going to say when the line says that this person says this, you're going to say that. But any time else in your life, you really don't know what you're going to say. Now, maybe a lawyer will tell you what to say. But in all actuality, you don't know what you're going to say. So if you learn to live in the moment and say, you know what? Yesterday is gone. I can't bring it back. I can learn from it. I can know that if I sit here and I try to figure out what's going to happen today, I'm not only, I'm wasting time. I'm wasting a shit load of time because I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. None of us know what's going to happen. We don't know what gas prices are going to go to. We don't know what food's going to go to. Right now, do you have food in your refrigerator? Okay. Do you have gas in your car? You might make, need to make plans on how you're going to get places. You might have to be a little more creative. Okay. So you're going to think about being creative. You're not going to think about what a bad person you are and how you're going to have relationships with people that might judge you because you can't do something because right now finances have changed. What other people think about you is none of your business. I, I, it's not my business. I know there's a lot of people who like me and I know there's a lot of people who can't stand me. And that is okay. That is okay. Not everybody's gonna like me, but that's okay because I've got a loud mouth and I'm opinionated. And I come out here in the universe and I tell everybody what's going on inside of me. And I tell people how I go through hard times and I share it with you so you don't feel alone. Because you know what? The last thing you want to do is pick up a drink. Because I'm going to tell you, all those same freaking problems are going to be there. I just heard about a guy. He was like so into being sober. He was sending me messages all the time. He was on Facebook. He was very dapper from a very nice neighborhood, from a very nice family. Dot, 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 dot. We all know this stuff. And I just read on Facebook, he said, so I reached out to another friend of mine. I'm like, how did he die? He's like, well, he picked up, he picked up. He had been sober for a long time. And he had only been drinking for six months. And he's dead now. That's how fast this is. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. So what length are you willing to go? Are you willing to go to any length to be like, you know what? I've got to figure this out. I got to do whatever it takes. What is it going to take for me to not pick up a drink today and not hate myself? Because it's hating ourselves. I just heard, um, you know, I just heard on Joe Rogan because I do, I, I listen to other podcasts. I tend to listen to Joe Rogan and I listen to Tim Dillon sometimes and I listen to other people, um, Ben Shapiro, but whatever. I listen to other people and that I find to be interesting. And I was listening to Joe Rogan on my way, my drive back 
on Saturday and he had this gentleman on named Dakota and Dakota was in the military and Dakota was in Afghanistan and Dakota saw some really scary stuff. And Dakota talked about when he was drinking, he got himself into, when he came back from Afghanistan, he got himself in situations, right? Because he's drinking a lot because he doesn't want to remember those flashbacks that came back. And he talked about how he was sitting, it was one night he left the bar he was on his way home. He felt like a piece of shit. Nobody liked him. Nobody's family liked him. Nobody, everybody hated him. He thought in his head, I have no use for anyone. I'm just a loser. And I know people that feel that way that haven't been to Afghanistan, by the way. I know people that feel like that, that are just a regular mom. That just come home and be like, I'm just an asshole. Nobody likes me. And that's all in our heads. And he goes and talks about how he pulls up in front of a gas station. That's his friend's gas station. I guess a service station, whatever. And he's in front of this big bay door. You know, they haven't these like one, those like big garage door. And he went and he parked his car and he pulled over and he got his revolver out and he put it up to his temple and he went bang. And guess what? By the grace of God, there was not a bullet in that gun. There was not a bullet in that gun. And he lived. And he lives today to tell that story, to say, you know what? I know when we all can feel like this is it, this is our life freaking sucks. I've been drinking. I feel like shit. I hate myself. I'd rather die than live my life anymore like this. But we can't do that. We've got to find a different way. We have to find a different way because death is not the answer. Because guess what? When you die, you got all these people here who are now really sad and they've got all the stuff you left them here. So how do you get better? How do you get better? What length are you willing to go to? Are you going to go to an AA meeting? I don't know. Does that sound like, like something you'd be willing to do? I know that day I was willing to do anything. Today, I'm willing to go. Tonight, I'm going to an in-person meeting. I'm going to go. Do I know that maybe I'm, I, I don't know any of these people. Do I like any of these people? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to go because I need to, because I don't go and my head goes crazy and I go, I got this. I got this. I'm doing really great. Don't you know? My life's perfect. Bullshit. It's not perfect. My life isn't perfect whatsoever. I am trying every day and given what's going on in our world today, we got it. We got to be on our toes. We got to be on our toes. What, what is going on in our world today? We've got to take care of ourselves and especially our families. So whatever that takes, whatever that means you need to do. If you need to double up on meetings, if you've got to listen to podcasts over and over and over again, if you've got to go do Zoom meetings, if you've got to do whatever it takes, if you can't have alcohol in your house, go throw it away, go dump it, go give it to somebody else, go do something with it, get it out of your face. Do not have booze in your house. Do not get rid of it. If you've been a daily drinker, call your doctor, get an appointment, get in there, figure it out, get him to talk to you or her to talk to you and give you a plan on how you're going to detox off of alcohol. If you've got to go to rehab, call rehab, do whatever it takes so that you don't have to sit here and hate yourself anymore. So that you don't want to take that revolver and go boom to yourself. You've got to help somebody. You got to help somebody. That's all I do every day of my life because that's all I know is that I know how it feels to put that revolver in that. And I didn't put a gun next to my head, but I might as well have. Driving around in a big car with alcohol in my system is like, it's like insane. It's like taking a gun and shooting it in the sky and hoping I'm not going to hit anybody. It's crazy. 
You don't have to do this anymore. Please, please reach out. You can always reach me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at busylivingsober.com or Elizabeth at elizabethchance.com. But please know that you are not alone. You've got to learn how are you going to live in the day? Buddha, do whatever you want to do, but do something because what you're doing, the alcohol is killing you. The drugs are killing you. What are you willing to do? Go take a walk, go do something, go color, go paint, go do something. But don't think about yesterday because guess what? You're not going back there. Yesterday's already gone. You're not going back there. Who gives a shit? It's gone. And tomorrow, who knows? You know, at this rate, who knows if it's going to come? So who gives a shit? Be in today. Be in this moment. Be the best you can do today. Go put on some makeup if you're a woman or a man, whatever. Put on makeup. Feel good about yourself. Do something to make yourself feel good. But just don't pick up a drink. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Share it with a friend. Know that you are not alone. And I will be back next week. And by the way, Jen, who sent me the note, who said, I like it better when you're on by yourself. Well, here you are. You got me by myself. All right, everybody. Remember, until next time, keep getting busy, living sober. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care.